Hello, friends. It's Talk Yoga SLP, and we are so glad you're here with us. This is the podcast for speech language pathologists, teachers, parents, and other professionals like OTs and PTs who are ready to use yoga movements to establish, boost, or enrich speech and language development. We hope you had a great summer, and we can't wait to give you a preview of what's coming up in future podcasts. We are your hosts, speech-language pathologists and yoga teachers, Amy Roberts and Kim Hughes. Hello. We're back. We're back. I think it's... we took a long break. What? <laughs> oh, our last podcast was... January. Was in January. What have we been doing, Miss uh, Amy? Well, I mean, we could bore everyone with the All mundane, our fabulous things. trips we've been going on. <laughs> I think there were some trips in there. There was a great, can we call it a retreat? Yoga retreat. Oh, it was a learning. retreat. It wasn't silent. Thank goodness <laughs> for that. It was not. So we've been doing things, teaching, doing lots of talk yoga, training people. And we are excited to be back in the podcast world. Yeah, we're planning. We've been spending time planning our podcast for y'all. Exactly. Yeah. And because maybe this is, you know, the first time people are listening to our podcast, we thought it would be good to just share what is talk yoga to us today. Today. Because every time we do it, it feels <laughs> the same and different because... I feel like I develop so many new insights every time I use talk yoga with a client. Yeah, I agree with you. Every time I implement some of the techniques, I feel like I'm seeing my clients in new ways and learning more about them and about my own approach to therapy. So we are often, we're asked all the time, it sounds really cool. What is what, talk yoga? What is it? I don't know what well, it is. It's so many things. Today, in my mind. Yeah, what are you thinking? I'm thinking about a client that I saw yesterday. Talk yoga is a way to help regulate my clients because it is this multidisciplinary approach to interaction with them. I'm looking at what they're motor needs are at that moment. And I am choosing an intervention that we've created in talk yoga to meet their needs, to get them ready to learn. And then I'm using the talk yoga articulation poses to address their therapy goals. So for like me, what kind of goals, Miss Amy? Well, I have a new client and mm. he's a busybody. So I wanted to meet him where he's at. So part of the goal is to have better, right, improved engagement, joint attention, um, following directions. Those are some of his goals that I'm just thinking of really on the fly because I've seen him twice. And self-regulation, because I saw him yes. once with you. And yes. we noticed he definitely had some self-regulation challenges. And and what we've learned, and what we have learned is how regulating yoga can be, because you are attending to your body, your breath, and your brain. Oh, boy. Wow. Brain, yes. body, and breath. That's what yes. we, we learned that in the neuroscience of yoga at Yogaville. That was the retreat. Mm -hmm. And that we are going to share more about that retreat and that 
amazing course in a future podcast or more than one right because it was so rich we highly recommend you yes. all take yes it. or but, just listen to our podcast and we'll summarize four or five days of <laughs> learning of, um, yeah it was a lot of learning i mean the brain is dope yes right? yes and how we integrate the brain with the body with the breath is really important to help with that regulation piece and is what i tried to do with this new client and utilizing one of our talk yoga tune-ins really got him. Oh, wow. I mean, we might say got his wiggles out a little bit. Oh, yeah, we might say that. <laughs> I say that. Helped him tune in to how his body needed to move to get regulated, to get ready to listen and to learn. And then he has a goal to, you know, make some of those fricative sounds. And so I introduced him to the fire pose to work on that sound. And he, I, again, I've seen him with you and he was, it was hard to get him to follow directions. Mm -hmm. He was moving a lot and immediately right off the bat, we started with the talk yoga tune in. And I think it, I know that it really helped him become available to learn because I regulated his nervous system. Yeah. I'm thinking because he, you gave him something specific to do. Mm -hmm. That was fun mm -hmm. <clears throat> and engaging. And so it really redirected him. And I, I know he was able to just connect with you and like be playful with you. And it was a great way for you guys to develop rapport too. Yes. Cause again, he's, he's new. So for me today, what talk yoga is and was, was a treatment modality Yeah. to build rapport. Like Kim just said, <laughs> to yeah. address therapeutic goals such as joint attention, following directions, and articulation. All in one fell swoop? And in about 10 minutes. Wow. It was pretty powerful. One of my favorite things that talk yoga also is, is it's engaging the, the family or the caregivers or whoever is there with your client. They see this new way to approach therapy. And it looks even different than play. It's play, but it's also just this movement that is good for postural endurance and gross motor and fine motor. And I think family caregiver, any, you know, the person who's bringing the client really sees that. So Woo, that was a long answer to what talk yoga what is. What is talk yoga in a to nutshell? Me, what about you? What about you? <sighs> yeah, no, thank you. That was really helpful because it's all those things to me. And you know what it is to me today or mm -hmm. yesterday? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about a client who I was working with who is, I would say, mostly an articulation client, but he also has self-regulation challenges. And, you know, I prefer language of the speech and language therapy to the speech part. But you said talk yoga has made articulation and Amy, speech so much more fun. It's so interesting because <laughs> I never thought I would like doing articulation therapy because it isn't what I spent the first 13 years of my career doing. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking about people who have taken our training and they the feedback, you know, their testimonials are, <laughs> I never liked doing articulation therapy now and I love it. Or, you know, I'm so excited to try the thunder pose, for example. Mm -hmm. And 
so for me, you know, it's, it's a way to get into the body, um, me getting into my own body and being present. And then also, because we want to be present for our clients and we want to be like mindful and connecting with them and ourselves and co-regulating to me, it's an opportunity yes. to co-regulate. Yes. And, and then it makes what I think could be boring drills. We don't <laughs> have to do drills per se in talk yoga and it makes it a lot more fun. I was, I was sharing this um, discussion I had with a young lady who is in grad school and she's in her, um, I guess maybe her first externship. It's a mm -hmm. PEDS externship out of school. And she said, uh, I don't know <laughs> if I want to work in a school because all I work on is R's and L's. And my supervisor hands me a packet at the beginning of the week oh. and says, here, do this. I know do this with, with the child. And she says, I just want to do what you're doing talk yoga and i'm like well yeah because it is it's a lot more fun yeah so more yesterday fun. i was having fun i was in a really fun um, treatment facility that has big obstacle courses and my client was moving quickly through the obstacle courses and chatting as he was moving so that was my opportunity to like listen. And he was, I was filling in for a colleague who was out. So he was new to me. So it was a great mm -hmm. way for me to like observe how he moves mm -hmm. and what um, strength he has to, um, you know, like get up the obstacle course, how difficult it was or easy. And mm -hmm. um, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Why do we care about that? Why do you we know? watch their movement? This is what we are trying to help people see. Yes. With using talk yoga, why is it important? I'm interviewing you. No, this is great. Thank to you. Notice how they move and how easily they can go through an obstacle course. How does that impact what well, we do? Because I noticed he couldn't really pull himself up using this rope and he needed some, you know, physical assistance, which was fine and great. And, but he wasn't not strong. Mm -hmm. Like he, needed a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, so let's guess like where his articulation is. He's almost there on a lot of sounds. Ooh, what a good he, connection. Hello. But he's not really like what is closing the deal as you might say, like he, mm. he can, he can make the sounds, but he's not self-monitoring or he can make the sounds, but not super strong. So Yes, it's so connected. It's so connected. So <laughs> at one point he's, I don't know, he said, some word jump or something incorrectly. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, here's an opportunity. So like I get in the, you know, the pose for Jah and it's Jaguar. And oh, so we're, it's, a, it's hard. It's a hard pose. Right. Jah is kind of a, a complex, hard, strong sound. And he was not hitting it. So I said, let's mm -hmm. come on, come on. And we're on the top of this huge, obstacle course and I was planking. I'm like, plank here with me. And he's like, oh, and then I could see his, I mean, again, he's, let's say he's nine, eight or nine. Mm -hmm. His plank wasn't perfect, nor do I expect it to be, but I could <laughs> see he was kind of putting his tushy up, his bottom up and he mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, like straight across. And that just showed me that there's some postural support yeah. issues, right? Like yeah. maybe core. And then also in his, um, his shoulders and his arms. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> anyway, we practice that sound and we practice others. Like 
I noticed his R was off. So we get on the floor and we're doing rainbow, rainbow, rainbow. And then later as we move through the obstacle courses, I had him produce the R sound, not in the rainbow pose, but by pulling on those ropes that were on the course. And that was giving him the the proprioceptive prompts mm. that he needed to be pull his tongue back, to use more tension in oh. pulling his tongue back. So it was an actual physical cue, mm. a prop, so to speak, but it was in our what is the natural environment yes. where I was treating. And so every time he pulled on a rope, it was like, you could see his eyes go, oh, like he was making the sounds more clear and he was feeling it in his body. And that's what we want is like yes. that motor pathway to be, um, the neural pathway to be like big, stronger like yes. strengthened by the repetition of those movements and and he really did feel it and when he was leaving we were telling his mom about what he did and he's like oh i'm so tired it was so hard like yes. you did it man <laughs> buddy you were totally awesome and and you could tell he felt good about it as he was like half complaining oh it was so hard it wasn't i said but was it the just right challenge i wasn't making it too hard for him but it, he's like, yeah, it was just right. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I know yeah. he'll want to do it again because it wasn't boring. Right. And we were using the last thing I'll say was words that were in the environment. Right. So we we're reinforcing. It's meaningful. Right. Yes. And so it wasn't just a stack of drill cards. Yeah. And so that, what is talk yoga to me? It's like not boring therapy. And I said to this <laughs> young um student you know the one who's in her externship i said don't let them make you do boring therapy <laughs> don't let them make you we do boring therapy to. it's if it's uh, boring for us think about how it must feel for our kids that we're working with i love that answer not boring therapy yes please right on i would think we all would like our therapy to be not boring and you no, know, because then they're going to practice at home. So yes. of course, then they want to join a talk yoga class and do this with friends. Mm -hmm. Right. And so th then we have even more buy-in from the family and carryover because you know, I'm sure he's going to be doing some of those too hard, not too hard poses at home yeah. to show his siblings. He wants to show off his new skills. That's what they always do. They always take that show on the road and they take it home and they're showing their family and then yes. natural reinforcement, carryover. It's amazing. I love how you said at the beginning, it gives us an opportunity to be in our bodies to kind of take these abstract concepts mm. and help mm. help it become more concrete as we feel it in our body like tension tension and i was also Strength. yes we were talking endurance. about endurance mm -hmm. endurance and this mm -hmm. my friend doesn't have a lot of endurance mm -hmm. so that's why i was like oh so hard and so mm -hmm. you know we're gonna next time i bet he can do it a little longer and a little stronger that's my new motto, a little longer and a little stronger. There we go. Which is what we're asking of our clients to hang in there with us just for two more tries of this word or five more attempts at this word. And yes, it's not boring. It's exciting. And you get buy-in because you're challenging. You get, you know, you read your client, but you're challenging them that to that just right, challenge just right challenge where they can feel good about themselves. And it's not only tied to them making the sound right or saying all the words or following the direction perfectly, but it is now 
they've made this pose and self-esteem building yes it's so great that's another thing what it is oh talk yoga so many things we really want to tell you about this one particular client that kim and i have been seeing together lucy for like five weeks just check her out on instagram you'll see some videos and you'll see progress if you go back to the very first video that we posted so amazing we just want you all to grasp the idea that talk yoga is accessible to all anybody 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 Mm -hmm. and you'll see this in the videos of lucy and thanks to her mom and her amazing caregiver she has incredible support physical support emotional support and she has inspired us she has inspired us yes she's she is making sounds her her postural strength is improving and it's from doing repetition of mouse pose bubble pose popcorn pose seal pose waterfall waterfall pose and again these are poses that were specifically designed to have the body strengthened and then to in turn impact what's happening inside the mouth because if our gross motor um, system is needing some strength and some work we have to start there before we can even attempt what's happening with the mouth we have to begin there yeah how can we expect them to be able to say the sound if the whole system isn't strong and, Mm -hmm. and synchronized and Yes. And this is the idea of what we refer to in our trainings as the talk yoga lens is being able to look at a client like Lucy or the new client I talked about or the one Kim was talking about to look at their whole body. We're so used to just listening to what they're saying or not saying and looking at the neck neck up. up. We need to start focusing on the whole body. And again, I love how Kim noticed how easy was it for her client to get up the obstacle course i was looking at my client how fast is he moving he's mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so his speech and language is fast and Too therefore fast. unintelligible Too fast. and our friend lucy she mm-hmm. needs some help with that core strength and how is that then impacting her ability to make sounds right and just her vocalizations have become louder stronger even more intentional yes Yes. and she you know as she's moving through say mouse pose Mm -hmm. we're teaching concept words at the same time so she's moving up and down Mm -hmm. and you can see as she's starting to push herself up she just gives us the biggest smile (laughs) so proud and she's having fun and yeah, we are having so sweet. a blast. So, you know, we have a lot more to share with you and more podcasts are coming. So don't forget about us. We're still here. Thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> no, we took a really long vacation. We're I don't know. still around. I don't know what we were doing. I'm looking at my socks right now and they're two different <laughs> colors. So if that doesn't tell you where what's been going on, I don't know. I mean, I know that is a fashion statement. You know, now it socks is. don't have to match. I was just going to say nobody but, is matching their but socks. Back in my day, my mom would have said something to me. I still say something to my children. Oh, I don't. But I mean, oh, oh well, boy. Oh, that's the there's difference between work, me and Tim. There's some work to do. <laughs> okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna breathe after anyway. this. Anyway. Maybe we'll let go to like matching socks. 
situations. It's all okay. It's all good. It's all okay. Some exciting news we want to share before we say goodbye is that we are in the process of becoming ASHA-approved CEU providers. We know you've all been waiting for this. With and breath. you know what? It's a lot of paperwork and it's money but we are committed to doing this we're so going to be we can... transparent about what it really takes to get yeah, to be we're an ASHA CEU provider a little bit but it's actually <laughs> going to be worth it because yes we know it'll make the whole um, experience even that more valuable yes. to everyone we want to reach more people so share this podcast if you like it if talk yoga has sparked an interest and you wonder like what? How, well, we Kim just looked to, at me with well, a really surprised face. we talked to a parent today who, <laughs> whose interest was so sparked because yes. she read a book called Speaking of Apraxia by Leslie Lindsay, and she was inspired to become talk yoga trained and then also have uh, the speech language pathologist in her daughter's life become trained as well. So she, yes. like, it, it does really connect with people when mm -hmm. they, I see the light bulb go off and mm -hmm. like, oh, I love yoga. I get how this could be really helpful. So yes, we want to share it. Share we, it more. We more. feel passionately about the positive impact it can have on you, on your clients. We hope you've been inspired by the stories we've shared today about our talk yoga superstars we like yeah, to refer them right to on. they're superstars they are check us out on instagram because we're there sharing information and videos and reels those things that everybody is into <clears throat> we're working on more reels so follow our podcast mm -hmm. share it leave us a review that helps people find us that's what they tell us to say anyway that <laughs> like us love us <laughs> Follow us. Don't stalk us. Or maybe or, or do. Maybe I don't can. know. I mean, well, you know. We're so glad you listened to us and yeah. our craziness today. Thanks Thank for you. listening. <sighs> Remember. Our next training is um, December. December 2nd. And we actually had a young woman fly down from Rhode Island yes. for our last training because she was stalking us. So, <laughs> so we appreciate inspired. you, Tori. <laughs> We're not yes. afraid. Okay, so to close, maybe yeah. should we thank our listeners? Thank you for yes. listening. And when you use talk yoga therapy techniques, you are using the talk yoga lens. That's mm -hmm. right. We're mm -hmm. investigating. Um, you're going to see your students and clients in a holistic way. So don't forget, we would love to hear how you are using talk yoga in your life. Or if you want to learn more about it, you can always reach out to us or leave us a review so that other people can find these podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. We love to say namaste. Namaste. Namaste, everybody. Be well. Until next time. Bye.